start at the beginning. I want to find my son, but they wouldn't tell me who adopted him. There are lizards wearing human skins and taking over the government. They threaten my wife if I blow the whistle, but their products are making people sick. Someone's trying to kill me because I have powers, but they haven't caught up to me yet, thanks to my super speed. I want to meet my son before I die. <laughs> I need more proof before I come forward. You have to stop the dinosaur people. They already got Jay-Z. My superhero name? The kids in school used to call me the Wizard. I bet they did. Why don't you take a lap around the block? I'll time you. I can only speed when I'm scared. I'm a fear-based hero. This is Eli Prime. Ah, got a new one. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Uh, Eli got some good news on my end anyway. Yeah. Yeah. My right. YouTube check came in. No doubt. No shit. Yeah, it finally came in. I was sitting here waiting for two weeks to come in. They gave me like this little code I had to put in to basically attach to my uh, bank account. So it's pending right now. Hopefully at midnight or tomorrow, the money will finally hit my account. I'm going to go spin it. Uh, strip club, maybe. Or Bill, one or the other. I don't All know. Right. One, one of those. So, uh, yeah. Other than that, pretty much nothing else has been happening. Uh, it's been a slow week. Seemed like a. It seemed like ever since Black Panther's been dominating the news, like there's no nerd news going on. It's just like we're just kind of just waiting for some other shit to happen. So I guess. Uh, we usually have a little anecdote, but there's like I said, there's nothing really going on. Elias, I guess we could just jump into it. Let's do it. Fuck it. Let's just jump into it. So skip the banner. We're going to go right into it. No foreplay this time, baby. It's the comic book bullies. We're coming with the box office uh, numbers for March 9th through 11th. And Eli, take a while. Guess what's number one? Now, don't even worry about it. Don't guess. Number one is... No, no, no. Well, I spoiled it for you now. Number one is Black Panther. Duh. But here's the thing. People were thinking that this was going to be the, the week that Black Panther was going to get taken down. Yeah, I don't know why, but uh, well, well I mean, I, I, I'll tell you why. I, 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 okay, I mean, well, okay. People would think. Well, first off, there has never been a Marvel movie to go past three weeks. Yeah, number one, for one thing. Then people were thinking that uh, Wrinkle of Time is going to have this big promotion because basically, let's let's put it, let's call it spade to spade. Black Panther had this grassroots campaign that you know this movement that made it bigger than what it was so people were thinking that that same movement would get behind wrinkling time you know with a black director and you got oprah and you got you know you know most not a mostly black cast but they were thinking that maybe you know black girls would get behind wrinkling time the same way black boys got behind black panther 
didn't quite work that way. So yeah, wrinkling time, even though it was projected to be the highest, it ended up being second. So wrinkling time, number two, the Oprah Winfrey movie. Uh, number three, we have, okay, Strangers. I, I didn't go see What, wrinkling time? I mean, I didn't go see it, no. I, it's, well, here's the thing. Wrinkling time is not our demographic. I don't think so. I mean, I think oh, it's made even for- Even though, I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I remember having to read it like in third grade, one of those, uh, you know, assigned books where you had to like read a, ch okay, tonight read chapters three and four and answer the questions. That was one of them books I remember back in like grade school and shit that we oh, were Oh, so you, you read remember reading it? I've never heard of this shit before. Oh, yeah. I, I, I get that in the, in the Lion, the Witch uh, shit, the Narnia The, the Narnia, I read, I had to read, up. yeah, I had to read Narnia. That yeah, book was boring I get that mixed but... up. Yeah, yeah. I, I I just remember not being into them. You know. Yeah, I was like <laughs> the Narnia remember. shit suck. I remember had to read that, but Wrinkling Time don't remember reading that. But I guess that was another reason why Disney thought that this was going to be a big hit. Like I said, because Disney Wrinkling Time was a you know adaptation. They think a fan base was going to gravitate to it, but not really. I mean, it did okay, but yeah, yeah, not much. Um, yeah, and the book and the book like almost a hundred years old now. Shit. <laughs> shit, I don't know. I just heard about this shit yesterday, so I don't know. <laughs> And plus, I, what I was reading on something that uh, I saw on YouTube that they actually had a like Disney had a made for TV movie on the Disney Channel like ten years ago or some shit or fifteen years ago. I don't know something like that. So, and they said that flopped too. Yeah, so, it's, the book's pretty old. Like, it, yeah, yeah, and it came out. Yeah, like you know, Lord of the Rings, the Narnia shit, Wrinkle in Time. It all came out around that era. Of, you know. So it makes me wonder: is it is it that thing? I mean, it makes me wonder, did they stick close to the book? Did it stick close to the source material? Did it just say fucking and do whatever they wanted to do? Like, what happened? Like, I'm, I was thinking, like, okay, yeah, Wrinkling Time is going to take down Black Panther, but it, it and it, honestly, it should have. Looking at Black Panther, I mean, it should have taken it down, but it, so it's not the fact that Black Panther is just some unstoppable juggernaut that can't be stopped. It's just that Wrinkling Time, I think, didn't hit the numbers that Disney was expecting it to do. So I think that's kind of weird. But at the same time, like I said, I didn't see it because it's not my demographic. I mean, I think this made for little girls to go see. Uh, what the fuck? I'm going to yeah, go and, and see and, time. Yeah, and I don't, I, I don't. Yeah, and I don't really remember anything about it. You know, I, I vaguely remember a few things, but nothing in the trailer is like, you know, sparking any sort of memory. That oh yeah, I remember that shit. No, I don't. I, but they didn't I remember get, a house. I remember they, they go get, to a house, and then they end up in another world. I mean, they didn't give you any story. It was just a, a bunch of shit flying around, CGI, uh, kaiju, Godzilla, King Kong, Oprah, you know, and they just say, okay, here's your movie. Go see it. Like, come on, you got to give me more than that. That's just not going to get me to go see a movie. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, enough about a movie that we didn't see, nor than either one of us are going to see. Or probably none of you saw either. <laughs> Looking at these box office numbers. Uh, number three is Stranger Pray at Night. That's the some horror movie, isn't it? Oh, the Stranger sequel or the reboot or whatever. Yeah, that's a hard. Yeah, I hated the first one. I thought the first one sucked, so I ain't gonna go see the new one. Oh, when did the first one come out? <laughs> like, oh shit! Why it was it, during the whole Bush era when all that that spike in horror movies when it was like a shit ton of horror movies coming out for a while. Like horror got during like Saw and they had Hostel and Rob Zombie was making his movies and shit. And Strangers came out during that time and. I thought it sucked. It was totally one of those movies that can't happen, you know, like where I live, like in the inner city, you know, people running around in masks, knocking on your door at night, 
that ain't gonna fly where I live. You know? Right. Those okay. Get their ass <laughs> right. <You know? laughs> so watching that shit, watching these people like, oh, what are we gonna do? Like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, it's one of, so let me ask you this: Was it was it yeah, a, yeah most action? slash most slasher movies can't happen, right? Yeah, well, let me ask you this: What because I know around that time when Slaw and all the movie came out, was this was it an actual horror horror movie or was it just torture porn? Yeah, it, it, no, I, I no, it wasn't really torture porn. It was okay. like because like, like, like hostile, hostile. It was trying to be like Halloween, yeah. Okay, because like hostile, hostile wasn't even scary. It wasn't. It was just. People just getting chopped up the entire movie, and that was it, you know. Yeah, no, this was had it tried to be more intense, you know, or you know, kids like you know that they were locked in a cabin, and these people were in masks, were creeping around in the woods and sneaking to the house, and you could see them in the background, and you know, and it, you know, it was trying to be scary. Only I didn't get it; didn't scare me. Okay. Well, it sounds like it sucks, but a good thing it came in. That that reminds us why February is February. So, well, it's March now, but still, you get the point. Uh, number four, like I said, is Red Sparrow. Didn't you say you saw that movie? I didn't see it. Oh. I, you said it. You you explained it to me, and it kind of sounded cool. But the more I hear about it, I don't really care. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Well, it'll come on Netflix or some shit later on. So anyway. Uh, number five, like I said, Game Night is still hanging in there. Kind of want to see it. I have been here, and it's pretty funny, but I don't know if it's a movie I want to see in the theaters. That's kind of a movie you do kind of just sit back and just watch, but anyway. Number six, you still have Peter Rabbit hanging in there. Number seven, Death Wish. Number eight, The Hurricane Heist. That's new. Oh! Uh, oh, yeah. That was like, yeah, it's like Fast and the Furious during a hurricane. What? Where they're, they're like robbing you... some shit during a hurricane. Yeah. It looks, it looks stupid. Looks like totally stupid. Yeah, it, it, it looks like something. Yeah, like Fast and the Furious. They're driving cars and they're doing some sort of rob. They're robbing something during a hurricane, and like the cars are flying around, getting sucked up, and they're like driving, you know, like cars versus the storm. You know. <laughs> yeah, they're running out of ideas now. <laughs> okay. Uh, number yeah. number nine, we have yeah. Annihilation. Number ten, Jumanji still hanging in there. Wow. Let, let me take a look and see what Jumanji is, because I'm, I'm pretty sure Jumanji is about to leave the theaters anytime soon. That shit's already on digital already. Yeah, it's on digital. I got a notice yeah, for it on, on Tuesday. Now. Yeah. So and it's still in the theater. So it's at nine hundred thirty-four million right now. That's insane. So Jumanji, like no nobody was expecting Jumanji to do what it's doing, but it's it's doing it. So. Uh, yeah. just just quick movies. Uh, like I said, we got the Gringo, whatever the fuck that is. Shape of Water is still on the on the top, you know, stop pillboard, and it's also on digital. Uh, number thirteen, Greatest Showman. Yeah. Fourteen fifty. Now, what is Thoroughbred? What is that? I don't even know. Okay. I, I, I heard it. Nah, it's like a teenage dark comedy, kind of like Heather's. Not like Heather's. I don't know. Oh really? No, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, that's that's enough for that. But let's go back and talk to Black Panther. Let's see what Black Panther's numbers are because Black Panther is is hitting some milestone numbers. Let's see where it is right now. Like I said, estimated, estimated right now worldwide, it is at one billion seven hundred eighty million. So that is impressive. That is Marvel's fifth billion dollar movie. Uh, like I said, domestically, it has it is right now at five hundred sixty-two million which actually put it as the second highest domestic comic book movie of all time which means it just passed the dark knight so 
That's insane. Uh, it is also the first Marvel movie to hit a billion dollars without Robert Downey Jr. And so, yeah, that's insane. Oh, Eli, there's another thing I want to put on the list that we could talk about that I forgot to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, Infinity War. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean that is coming out. That is a thing. <laughs> so, because the yeah. thing is, yeah, because I a mean, week like, early now. A week early now, and it's and it's less than it's less than fifty days away, maybe forty days away. It's it's almost it's almost a month away from from where we're at. It, it seems like it is. Because the thing is, like I said, we've been talking about Black Panther like it seems like forever now. Like the movie came out about a month ago. We've been talking about a month before then, and you know, and and you know, I'm I'm glad everybody's excited about it, and everybody's talking about it, and everybody's getting you know active and everybody's turning into everybody's woke now you know watching the movie three four times and breaking down see what the movie is really talking about like that, that's all cool and stuff like that but eli is can i is it okay that i want to get back to the nerd shit and and that's what that's what infinity war is it's it's nerd shit you know we go to see this movie we're, we're not gonna leave out this movie and be like man you know i think about life differently man i didn't think it, it opened my eyes to certain situations about what's going on with Thanos in the moon. No, I'm just going to go there and watch a bunch of shit get blown up. Thanos beat the fuck out of people. Thanos throw a moon at people. And that's what I want. Just give me that shit. Let me relax my brain for a second. I know I, I get on people like, oh, whether it's all you get from these comic movies is just this and you don't get anything else from it, then you're missing the point. There's no point to Infinity War. It's just beating the fuck out of people. That's it. Just give me that shit. Let's sit there and just uh, speculate on who's going to die, who's going to live, whose contract going to be there, who's going to show up, what is Thanos going to look like, what the storyline is going to be. Uh, oh, and now here's the thing. Kevin Feige has been leaking the fuck out of the storyline. He's just been spoiling the fuck out of the story. Can I spoil um, some shit for you? Cool. Um, oh, sure. Yeah, I'm going to spoil some shit for you. So apparently... Remember how we were all speculating that the Soul Stone is in Wakanda and Thanos is coming because he's coming to get the Soul Stone and he's having an alien invasion go to Wakanda? That's actually not the case. Mm -hmm. The case is actually... Oh, really? Yeah, the Soul Stone is apparently not even on Earth. And they're saying the Soul Stone won't even be revealed in the movie. They're saying the reason thanos is invading wakanda is because cap or nomad whatever the fuck you want to call him moved vision to wakanda so thanos is coming to get vision yeah so that's what they're doing they have a whole the last stand right here because basically black panther saying says we kind of got all these weapons and stuff like that we have the best chance to stop thanos versus everybody else so it's cool. Basically, you can have Thanos just fuck up an entire city and not feel bad about it. Because if you fuck up New York, people, what about New York? You know, or anything like that. But it's Wakanda. Who gives a fuck? Crush a building, blow some bridges up, whatever. You can just really, you really go nuts with a fictional city, you know. And so that's the thing about yeah, that. Yeah, we already seen New York get fucked up. Yeah, but people feel bad about it, you know. And even in Avengers, New York got fucked up. But it didn't get, like, New York didn't get metropolis It didn't get Man of Steel. That shit got fucked up. Buildings explode, <laughs> you know, ashes on everybody's face, shit like that. Now, if they did that shit in Avengers, people would have attacked Avengers like they did Man of Steel. So, but I feel like Wakanda is going to get Man of Steel. And I feel like everybody that just saw Black Panther, they're going to get pissed about that. But oh, well, that's another conversation for another time. Anyway, Infinity War is coming. It doesn't feel like it's right around the block. That's it. Uh, can we really call this Avengers 3, though? Yeah, it is. It is weird. Yeah. yeah, it is weird. But can can we call this Avengers three? Like, can you just go from Age of Ultron 
Two Avengers 3. Just skip everything else in between and just watch this. Maybe. Yeah, well, Civil War kind of brought everybody to I'm not saying Civil War is filler, but yeah. I guess. I don't know. We'll have to see when it comes out. Like I said, it's right around the corner. Uh that being said, they weren't together. They weren't together in that. They were they were fighting each other in that one. So. Yeah, they were fighting each other. I'm trying to see like can you jump from Age of Ultron to Avengers 3, skipping Civil War, and still get what's going on. Cause like let's say a lot of shit you don't need. Like throw Rag in the Rock. We don't even know that. Yeah, Thor lost his eye. Well, he had a adventure in space. Who cares? But Civil War, is it crucial to the plot? Maybe, maybe not. So if it is, can you really call this Avengers 3? Can you just say that's a trilogy, you know, and just get there? Especially when you got another Avengers movie coming out also. So I don't know. Who knows? Maybe you can even say like Civil War is, is the start of the trilogy. Like Civil War, Avengers 3, then Avengers 4, and that's the trilogy. You know, the three storylines I'm talking about. I don't know. Uh, that being said, can we talk about some DC now? Sure, why not? Okay. DC we're going to talk about is they finally post uh, actual official pictures of Shazam. You know, Shazam is coming out in 2019, so there's some pictures of it. Eli, have you get a chance to take take a look at it? I didn't see it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I saw. Him. Okay. Well, what did what, you what did you uh, think it about like it? Looks like Shazam I... to me. Okay, it looks like Shazam. You know, I I, for, I held. I, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I here's the thing about it. Uh, I know some some DC fanboys, some Snyder bots, some Snyder fanboys were like, they should have made the suit darker. I'm like, that's what fucked y'all up to begin with. All this dark, gritty shit. Brighten that shit up. It's fucking Shazam. He's a twelve year old. You know, everything didn't have to be Nolanized. If you Nolanize Shazam, that's when you've really gone off the rails. This So, color scheme and color-wise, that looks uh, perfect, actually, like that. Should, should have been red. Should, they should have used red. They should have used burnt sienna or whatever. <laughs> right. Put the Snyder filter on it. Shit. You know, some shit like that. Like, no, we don't need that Snyder shit on there, man. Just leave this shit bright and colorful as possible. That's the type of character he is. But can I make a complaint? Eli, can I make a complaint about the suit? Uh, and you know what I'm going he, he has to lose. Yeah, he has to lose those earmuffs, right? I wasn't, I wasn't going to say the earmuffs. Hey, he can keep the earmuffs. <laughs> that actually might add personality to the character. Hey, didn't Spider-Man have earmuffs in, in Homecoming? I think. I don't know. Like, yeah. I was... I was I was gonna get on I was gonna get on a thread. What the fuck is up with Shazam wearing earmuffs? He doesn't do that in the comics. What the fuck? Wait, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you do that, some asshole's going. Well, in issue five thirty four, actually, you know, somebody some asshole's gonna do that <laughs> shit and they're gonna find it. So whatever. I but I'm gonna be that asshole and I'm gonna complain about this one thing. The suit looks overly padded. Yeah. He looks like the Michelin Man. I'm sorry. I Oh really? That's not that's not his real pecs. Damn it! I mean, I, I thought he was okay, in the gym I, I, and shit. I get it. I get it. Everybody is at it. I thought he was supposed to be getting prison swole and shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yes, but I get it. Every superhero suit is padded. Henry Cavill suit was padded. Lloyd knows Ben Affleck suit was padded. But I think they overdid it with this one. I think they just went a little bit too overboard. It just looked too cushiony, you know. Uh, I think they should have toned down a little bit. Yeah, I understand that he didn't have the girth that they were looking for to be Shazam. And I don't think he sh should have to, like, tone some of that, you know, padding down and, you know, let him be him. He didn't necessarily have to be, you know, John Cena. You know, if you wanted John Cena, you should have got John Cena. You know? Yeah, yeah, but, no shit. 
that's that's how i feel so they should have toned down a little bit but that's that's my early complaint other than that i really don't have a complaint about it and probably when i'm watching the movie it probably won't be a big deal but some re some i have a feeling eli when that movie comes out i do feel like the padding is going to be an issue but every time i see an issue or this or like like apocalypse i like the way apocalypse looks looks bad the movie came out apocalypse looked bad now, not saying Shazam looks bad, but I do think you're arguing some people that are going to complain about the cushioning and the padding in the suit. Because it does look like, you know, he just stuffed some. And I think I did this when I was a little kid. Like, he stuffed some pillows under his arm, you know, to flex like he got muscles and shit, but he really don't. That's kind of what he's coming off as. So, yeah. I don't so when know. he swings a punch, everything, it's not, it's not going to have that jiggle we, that, we're, that we're used to. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> At least, we, well, at least we know we're not gonna get a shirtless scene from if we're always gonna be like heavily CGI, like three hundred or some shit, you know. Uh, yeah. But that's that being said. Other than that, oh, let, let matter of fact, let's talk about some Zack Snyder shit for a second. Did we ever talk about the stuff that was gonna be in the Snyder cut? I, I had some more because uh, you know Justice League comes out next week, you know, on 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 a Blu-ray or digital yeah. or whatever the fuck ever. So. They they showed me they yeah. I saw some clips of stuff that Zack Snyder was gonna put in it and Eli after hearing it I was like you know what maybe he's glad we didn't get the Snyder cut because I'm, I'm gonna tell you what the stuff I heard that he was gonna do okay so uh, first okay. off Aquaman was gonna be an alcoholic like like a severe alcoholic well, he was gonna he, be drinking every was, scene he was chug yeah he yeah he was chugging like a beer or something yeah but they but on they, him or whatever right but they said in his alleged snyder cut it was going to be to a point where it was going to be an issue on the team yeah like you know it was going to be the indian guy drunk he's exactly. going to be a drunken indian huh? yeah he's going to be angry <laughs> drunk all the time so that was supposed to be him uh uh yeah. batman was supposed to be suicidal you saw hints of this actually in the Winnie Cup. They said they toned it down where basically at that last scene, like his entire plan was to just kill himself. That was it. He So the whole plan was to hint that he was suicidal the whole time and he blamed himself for Superman. Uh, Wonder Woman. Now, remember the museum scene, right? Where she stopped the terrorists and blown up the museum? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, apparently in Snyder's cut, she was going to fail and the museum was going to blow up, kill everybody in there. And matter of fact... Yeah, that would... Yeah, that would have been fun, right? Right, because it, it's fun. It's DC. Now, here's the thing. At first, I didn't believe it, but if you actually go back and watch some of the earlier trailers when it came out, you see the museum blow up. I'm like, oh, shit, okay. So, oh, really? yeah, you see the museum, that exact museum blow up, so obviously she didn't save it. So, and you can tell that a lot of the stuff she was doing uh, in that museum scene, that was that was Whedon. That was Whedon did that. We, let's, let's be honest. Whedon did like 75% of that movie. Like he really did. He, he's all over that fucking movie. He really is. Oh, uh, what other thing? Oh, uh, Cyborg's supposed to be even more depressed than what he was. Uh, oh, Flash. Flash is supposed to have Asperger's, so he's supposed to be like supposed to have like some kind of mental condition. Oh, okay. Where when he's supposed to be funny, where he where you almost feel bad for him, you know. Uh, and Superman was supposed to be possessed by Dark Side. Well, you don't know hmm. if he's on our side or Dark Side the entire time, so they kind of like back and forth you know so basically like that whole scene where he didn't know where he he woke up and didn't know where he was they're supposed to be like him the entire movie okay so he was gonna continue to fuck up superman's character exactly <laughs> exactly so superman was like the 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 batman versus superman superman and we saw the evil injustice superman basically Zack snyder was going to turn superman into that and so but this yeah. is but this is the cut that people want this is why they can't figure out why is WV fired Snyder because this is the direction he was going with the story 
I can imagine they saw this shit like, yeah, no, Snyder, that's okay. <laughs> like, bring in Whedon. Now, okay, you can say whatever you want to about Whedon, but come on, man. You, they couldn't really, it would have been an even bigger fuck up if they would release the shit with the shit I'm hearing from there. You know, so glad yeah. we, glad yeah. we didn't go that direction. Um, but who knows? Maybe we'll get some extended cuts next, next uh, Tuesday. I may or may not buy it that same day. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, that being said, Eli, can we talk about some, 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 oh, one more thing before we get there. One more thing I want to talk about. Let's talk about some TV real quick. And I know you didn't see this, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Did you see Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, season 100 episode? I mean, well, the, the episode <laughs> no. 100. You probably didn't. I figured you didn't. They well, made it to 100 episodes. It oh, made shit. it to 100 episodes. Exactly. Because, you know, ABC was actually trying to cancel the show last year. But Disney, Big Brother Disney, stepped in and said, no, you can't cancel the show. You got to keep the show going. So they made it go for another fifth season, and it made it to 100, uh, 100 episodes. So they, I think, like, uh, Fitzsimmons got married or some shit. I can't, I didn't see the episode myself, but I'm going to wait till ABC has it on their network, and I can watch it for free then. But here's what they're saying, Eli, and I got some bad news for you. They're writing the season finale of season five as the series finale. So, okay. yeah, so this is going to be it. You know, according to what they're saying, so they're pretty much just going to write the show off. And it's pretty much it. And it's Eli, elite, it's going to cross over into Infinity War. Probably not. not. <laughs> <laughs> They'll probably kill Coles and be like none of this shit ever happened. You know, <laughs> that's probably exactly what's going to happen. But yeah, Eli, I kind of feel bad about that because he, okay, I get it. Season uh, Ages of Shield started off rough. Season one was re- extremely rough. But anybody that kept up with the show, like season three season four they know that she the see the series made an entire turnaround we actually actually got pretty good and actually became the show that it should have been when it first came out you know you know they do all kind of crazy stuff like time travel and go to alternate dimensions and shit like that it's, it's, it's a comic book show you know what a comic show is supposed to be um but yeah how they're gonna end this show? And, and they already kind of setting up like they're gonna kill colson anyway because he's got some kind of like incurable disease and i think a few people on the team know about it and they already went to the fusion they're like if they don't kill him now then he's gonna blow up the world or some shit i don't some weird shit anyway so i have a feeling it's gonna kill him and just be done with it. he goes to alternate dimension or whatever you know so yeah I'm, i feel bad for agents of shield i'm gonna watch the episode and i may review last week's episode next week but we'll see how i go from there that being said can we talk about some netflix all right so like i said we got a chance to netflix and chill not together you know separately in our own homes but we got a chance to check out jessica jones season two which came out which didn't get a whole lot of buzz it seemed like you it's kind of like it seemed like netflix like huh here you go and just said fuck yeah, it, that's I, it you know i i i realized hey really jessica jones i just happened to jump on and there was new episodes like, yeah, hey, I, no shit. Now here's the thing. Here's, I think I think that's because Netflix is a different. When when did Jessica Jones first come out? Like what? Three years ago? Some shit. So it'll be 2015. Okay, so let's say yeah. something like that. We, we're just throwing numbers out there. We don't. It may have been 2013. We don't know what the fuck happened. Let's say 2013. Just to throw a random number out there. So from 2013 to 2018, Netflix is a completely different animal from what it was then to now. Like, it was a big deal when Marvel shows came out then because there wasn't too many shows coming out on Netflix then. Now, Netflix is dumping everything on there. Everything you turn around is some new shit on Netflix. You know, they got comedy specials. They got movies. They got TV shows. They got maybe even a movie you might want to see on there every now and then. What movie did they have on there? That I, it's actually like a real movie 
I don't know. I know Martin Scorsese's gangster flick with De Niro and Pacino and Joe it, Pesci is going to – that's it, exclusively for Netflix. Right. I, that's what I'm waiting for. Right. It's not out yet, but it's coming. It's, it, that's, that's coming. But I'm pretty sure when that comes out, Netflix is going to make a big deal about that, you know. But, like, Jessica Jones, it just felt like, bam, that's it, you know. I'm, I'm scrolling looking for, you know, who had a special? Uh Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans had a comedy special on him. It was actually pretty good. I don't even like Marlon Wayans. I don't even think he's funny. But I thought that, that was pretty good. So when I was flipping through it, and I saw Jessica Jones, and Jessica Jones did happen to drop on International Women's Day, which was March 8th. So they, I guess that was called promotion, but it really wasn't. And it came out. And Eli, how, how far did you get into it so far? I'm on episode seven. So episode seven. seven. Episodes in. So about halfway. You're about halfway through it. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, I, I finished the entire season. It, it, I didn't binge watch it. I didn't just like start there and then, you know, 13 hours later, just walk away from it. No, I, I paced myself like two is two episodes here, maybe five episodes the next day, maybe whatever episodes the next day. But eventually I finished the whole thing, got a chance to watch it. Um, just what I think about it from Eli, this was my thing. Like, I'm going to just go from season one to season two about how I feel overall. I liked yeah. season two, but I didn't like it as much as season one. And matter of fact, with the way it went, I, I don't think there was no way I was going to like it as good as season one because the thing was, Purple Man is not there. And you can feel it that, you know, Purple Man is missing from the series, you know, because he overshadowed yeah. everybody in that first season. Yeah. So, so he was a cool. Yeah. I mean, me personally, he's my favorite MCU villain. Like, out of, out of everybody, he's my favorite MCU villain they, they've had on there because he was just psychological, the way he was acting, everything like that. He was just a cool ass villain. But now that he's missing, you do, and now it feels like everybody else on the show that I barely paid attention to feel like they got to pull their own weight now. So you got Malcolm, you got Trish, you know, uh, you got all these other characters. And, and I like them. I, these are the characters I didn't even like in the first season. But I like now because they actually feel like they're fleshed out and they have their own arc stuff like that. Jessica Jones is back. Jessica Jones actually has a arc going through this. She's just not the same asshole she was at the beginning of the show. At the end of the show, she's changing. Plus, you know some more stuff about her. I can't really talk about, just like I said, I can't remember what happened on episode seven. But the thing is that the show is a murder mystery. So you can't really talk about the plot because if you know the mystery, then it kind of kills the story for you, you know. So yeah. you, you kind of got to yeah. let the mystery unravel for you. And that's what kept my attention to time. Like, okay, who done it? Who did this? Jessica Jones, find clues. And she don't have like superpowers. She don't have x-ray vision. She don't have super hearing or shit like that. So she actually has to, you know, figure these clues out the old fashioned way. Get on a Dell laptop, you know, uh, ask questions, investigate. And I, I found it interesting. Now, I get it that people that see Marvel on it, they want slam bad action. They want her to fight ninjas. They want to run to a crack house like Luke Cage. They want to fight an army like Punisher. She ain't doing that in the show. Like, it's plenty of times you'll watch the show. Yeah. The Punisher wasn't even fighting an army, so... Well, you... You expect Punisher to fight an army, you know? Yeah, we we sure did expect that shit, but we didn't get that shit. That's the cool thing. That's what I'm liking about Jessica Jones, is she's doing what she does. You know, this is a detective story. That's all it is. And she's just doing that. She's true to the character, you know? Whereas, like, the Punisher, we didn't get to see him do the shit he's supposed to do in the comics. You know, Daredevil, yeah, that was cool. We saw, you know, Luke Cage, for the most part, did his shit. 
know, Iron Fist did his shit, but he just sucked at it. Right. You know, but Jessica Jones is a detective story. She's 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 a private investigator. This is a mystery. And that that's all she's doing. And it's fine for what it is. And I like her character. Right. She's just being herself. And that's what's cool about the show is seeing I'm really digging her as a character. You know, she's got no filter. She talks mad shit to everybody. You know, <laughs> she's just, that is why I like yeah, it too, I just, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's like pissed off all the time and doesn't care if you know or not. You know, she's, you know, you know, she's like how I would probably be if I, you know, if I, if I didn't have a filter. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so, yeah, I identify with her, which is weird. (laughs) Out of all the Defenders characters. Because she's an asshole, right? (laughs) Yeah, I I find her the one I can relate to the most. (laughs) Like, but, okay, I don't get too mad now. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, that's that's the thing. I think out of, out of all of the uh, Defenders characters, I think they go the deepest in exploring her personality, what makes her tick more than anybody else. I think out of all the Defenders, I think she is the most interesting character, you know, yeah. because you understand why she's an asshole. It makes complete perfect sense why she's an asshole, you know. Yeah. And they go and, even deeper I mean, in this season why she's an asshole. Like, like, damn, you like you you think with the shit she been through, like she's actually holding back. <laughs> like she could be worse yeah. if she wanted to be. You know. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm getting. I mean, I've only watched like seven episodes, so yeah. to me, I'm I'm loving it right yeah. now. But I am noticing, damn, there's 13 of these motherfuckers right now as it stands. Yeah, it's moving. It's moving along greatly, and and I, and I just found some shit out. Like, whoa, no shit. And I think that's that's to me that's a perfect ending for this series. But I know there's like, how I got five more, six more episodes, yeah. so they're gonna drag it out. So they're like, oh shit, maybe this is gonna get dragged out like every other Marvel show does. But as now halfway through, I'm like, wow, this is moving along, like brisk. It's got a brisk pace. We're finding out shit when we need to find shit out. Yeah. All these revelations about her life and her trauma that she's survived and. Basically, that's what it's about. Everyone survive how we deal with trauma, and and, and yeah, I, I think it's cool right now at, at halfway through. Right so. now, <laughs> now do I? I do feel like it does have that same feel. Like these Netflix shows are too long. I think this there's another Netflix show that should have been a little bit shorter. You know, maybe ten episodes, maybe nine, thirteen. This kind of drag out, but at the same time, I, I will tell you this: like through the entire thirteen episode, it kept my attention the entire time. I wasn't zoned out. I did feel like everything they said and everything they did had a purpose. It didn't feel like filler, you know, like an entire filler episode. It did feel like important information that is going to pay off later on. So I en- I enjoyed it from that aspect. It felt episodic. But I understand this is not everybody's cup of tea because they're all going to want slam band action from beginning yeah. to the end. And this is not that, you know. Yeah, they want the Defenders where, yeah, they were fighting the Hand and Dragons and shit. And you saw her kick ass a lot right this is just her doing her job you know unraveling mysteries and being a detective you know it's a detective story it's a murder right. mystery yeah, so that's the thing yeah. if people would just because i've already seen people trashing this you know this season already i'm like it's, it's not a bad season if if you open your mind to it, if you allow yourself to enjoy <laughs> stuff norm that you normally wouldn't enjoy you know yeah yeah because we didn't get that the punisher we didn't get the punisher in that series we got a pussified punisher Right, you and know, then the Punisher I, I, did have a, a a zillion episodes of or moments of filler in it that didn't mean yeah. anything. Yeah, know. there was like maybe 
three episodes where he actually legitimately kicked ass like he did in the comics. But for the most part, it was slow as fuck, and it wasn't the Punisher, not my Punisher. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like I, I saw the Punisher cry and and be the, the that human side of him in Daredevil season two. You know what I'm saying? We right. saw that. We saw his. We saw that that vulnerable side of Frank Castle, and I was cool with that. I was all on board. But when he had that court scene, when he's like, I'm the big bag Punisher, he doesn't apologize. I ain't sorry for shit. That, that, well, there you go. That's who he is. He's an ass kicker now. Now, when he gets his own series, he should be kicking ass. But no, it was more of, oh, oh, I'm so tortured and all that shit. (laughs) And not enough ass kicking. So if people are going to bitch about Jessica Jones not having enough action, but like love Punisher, the Punisher scene. Right, that's the shit I don't They're understand there, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and I've heard people that say that, you know. Yeah, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> like, you, can, you it's not that you just have a different opinion. You're just wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. Yeah, the Punisher season sucked, and Jessica Jones is actually cooler. That's right. <laughs> And that's sad, because I'm a Punisher fan. Right. You know? And that may be why you're a little bit harder on it than most, Eli, because you're actually like a real Punisher fan. You're not just like a guy that has a, a Punisher t-shirt, you know, and a poster. Like, no, no, no you you I, I, know you the character. Right. Oh, yeah, for the last few months, oh, that Punisher series was so great. It's like the best Marvel show ever. Like, no, it's not. It wasn't. <laughs> I, like, both of us it's were not. called idiots for calling out the Punisher. You know, said it so. <laughs> It's not that it's not that good. It's okay at best, but it's not that good. And quit saying it's the best version of the Punisher because right. it isn't. <laughs> oh, you got to love our fan base. <laughs> they should call us idiots, and we should be fired from outright geekery the entire time. <laughs> uh, that being said, okay, can I can I get into some Easter eggs? Okay, sure. Okay, I'm, don't I'm, spoil I'm, I'm not gonna spoil. I'm not gonna spoil. I'm not gonna spoil. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's, that's episode a, seven. You're on episode seven. I'm don't, not gonna spoil anything. Now that's the thing about the Jessica Jones show. If you watch this to see how it ties into Infinity War, don't bother because it, it don't. They don't mention oh, yeah, Thanos yeah. or no shit. Yeah, you know. I, I, uh, weird thing is they didn't even mention the Defenders. Like that. that was a, she. She mentioned the raft. I heard. She mentioned the raft. She mentioned the raft. The raft was mentioned. Yeah, uh, the, the raft was mentioned. Uh, they have the. You remember the handcuffs that they tried to put Captain America on in Winter Soldier? Uh, in Winter Soldier. Remember, yeah. like Crossbones tried oh, to put the, the, those magnet ones. The, yeah, the, the one, one in the, the, the elevator ones? scene. The yeah. elevator. They show yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. They show up. Okay. Okay. Uh, the wizard. Yeah, I actually googled him. He was a real character. I... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let, let, let me let me give you some detail on the wizard because I actually got upset. I'm spoilers, not for you, Eli, but for everybody else listening. Spoiler: the wizard dies. <laughs> And I got upset when it happened. I got emotional from it because the wizard is actually like he he's Captain America's World War II buddy. He was in the Avengers comic. Here's the thing. The wizard in the comics is Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver's original father. Like he was their father at first before they did the Magneto retcon bullshit in the 80s. You know, you say Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like he was their original father. They were like they didn't know who their father was. They were twins. Uh, Captain America's war buddy, World War II war buddy, shows up at the Avengers Mansion. Wizard, you're like, hey, Wizard, what's up? And he straight war stories are like that. He was like, crap, I'm here for another reason. I'm here to come get my kids. Like, who are your kids? Them. They were like, oh, fuck. So they didn't know who their kids were. So his name in the comics was Robert Frank. So for like two decades, they were the Franks. You know, like Wanda Frank, Petro Frank. That's what they were. But then for some, somebody retconned it in the 80s 
and they were like, no, Wizard's not your father. Magneto is your father. And like, you don't know where that shit came from. And all of a sudden, Magneto was the father. And, and that's just what it was for then. Until like 2013, when they had the whole Fox dispute. And then they went, oh, no, Magneto's not your father. <laughs> and like, okay, when the fuck that happened? <laughs> they brought the shit to court. Right. <laughs> According to Cap- Captain America number, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. DNA test and shit, you know. <laughs> so it was weird shit. So when I saw the wizard, and I was like, oh, shit, it's the wizard. Even though he, he was a fat dude. But I'm like, well, I mean, if you got speed superpowers, you necessarily don't have to be, you know, skinny or anything like that. You can be fat. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, you're suspension disbelief. So whatever. So he's fat. He got killed, whatever. So I was like, no, they killed the wizard. But it was another Easter egg in there other than the wizard. Okay. Remember when uh, one lady in the interview process said, you need to help me because there are lizard people wearing human skins. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could have been the scrolls. Oh, yeah. It could have been the scrolls because she said, you got to get the lizard people. They've already taken over the government. They already have Jay-Z. So it's like, are they saying Jay-Z is a scroll? <laughs> you know, maybe. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I suppose, you know, to set it up, you know, phase five or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it could be. So, I mean, it could be another like Hydra plot where, you know, the scrolls are placed in every part of the government. You know, Donald Trump just takes off his mask and, you know, one of the in, in, uh, Avengers five and he revealed he's a scroll, you know, <laughs> or the Red Skull, one or the other. He's probably both. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so it's, I'm trying to think whether any other Easter eggs. There probably was some other bullshit in there, but that's the main stuff that jumped out at me. You know, uh, main thing about Jessica Jones is that, like I said, the first book only ran 20 issues, so season one actually pretty much took care of the whole book. So this is pretty much a like an original, you know, season. They don't they're not adapting for anything. It's just a new season that they're going from. So. It may throw some people off because it doesn't have as many comic wrestlers as they wanted to. You know, it's no Luke Cage showing up or, you know, thank God Iron Fist not showing up, you know, some shit like that. But, you know, it's it's forging its own I was, path. I, in this yeah. I, I was actually kind of hoping she'd hook up with Luke Cage because, you know, I, I'm hoping for the comic thing. Whatever. Right. But <laughs> here's the thing. She killed his wife and shot him in the face with a shotgun. So, you know, for some people, that could be a relationship killer, you know. Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's just my the train of thought, you know. <laughs> I suppose. I mean, I did think about that. Although she did kill his wife. I mean, for yeah, some she, reason, I mean, don't get me wrong. Jessica Jones looked good in some jeans, you know. But I mean, that is a deal breaker. Shoot me in the face and kill my wife, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but hey, who knows? Stranger things are happening in these comic book shows. But that's what we said about uh, uh, Jessica Jones. Overall, I like said I have a review up on on Outright Geek if you want to check it out. It's non spoiler. I give it a 3.5 out of 5 right now. Eli, like I said, just seven episodes in. Where do you give it right now, just from what you're saying? I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm at four out of five, you know. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ready. I mean, I'm not binge watching it either. I'm doing like two here, two there. Like I started Friday and, yeah, was it Sunday now? So, yeah, yeah I'm on seven episodes. I'm going to do like two a day, two, three a day. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell you this. I've watched about, uh, I've watched the first five, I say five or six episodes again. So I've seen the first five, or six episodes twice already. The second time okay. I watched the uh, second episodes, it was a lot more enjoyable. First up, because you know what to expect. And there was some clues that Jessica Jones picking up that I didn't catch at first. But like, oh, because it's a lot of stuff they were setting up in like the first or second episode that may pay off 
in a third or fifth and you may forget about what you may think is just some some stuff that don't make make a difference then but when you watch the show again you're like oh they're setting up some stuff this is going to pay off later on and you catch it and then actually the second time watching it i enjoyed it even more it was like okay i really enjoyed it like everything they put in there because they really took their time with this story it wasn't there wasn't some shit they just threw together i really think they took some time with the characters and the plot and the mystery and everything like that so i i, I appreciate it you know yeah it's like i it's it's like kind of like i'm i kind of want to like watch defenders again you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I want to watch the finish like, game, but it's a different vibe from. Just, just, you know, I mean, just to see her, because like I said, I really like her character, and I like, I like, liked her lines. She's got some cool, like, lines and shit. Yeah, because she's <laughs> the one that's calling out how dumb this shit is, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's what I like about it. But I guess we can move past that. Uh, as far as video game section, there's nothing to talk about video games. Like I said, I already said it. I said I got my check coming. So uh, I guess we can move to the, the bread and butter section. All right. Yeah, we can move to the bread and butter. Like I said, this is the bread and butter section. This is what the comic book builders like to call the comic book reviews. So we're going to review the books that came in uh, this week. Not all of them, just the ones that we like or the ones that we read or ones we gave a shit about, whatever. Um, Eli, I'll let, I let you start first. I know some books that you read this week and they give me a chance to kind of... I, 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 only got, I only got two, man. So I don't, I, you know, I only... I got one. I don't have any Marvel, of course. <laughs> okay, you, then, well, if you got two, then fuck it. I need to go first then. Yeah, once you start. Yeah, I, that way I can, <laughs> I can book in this thing. So okay. Oh, uh, what book don't I go for? What book don't I go? For? Uh, let's do Batman White Knight number six. Let's do that one. Let's do Batman White Knight right. number six. Okay. All right, so, cool. like I said last time when we left off with Batman White Knight number five. Uh, Batman, like, you know, destroyed a whole bridge trying to go after the Joker and Harley, and he captured them. Well, actually, it was uh, Harley, uh, uh, Harley and Poison Ivy or some shit like that. That's what it was. So he captured them, but now, but he destroyed the bridge, and Gordon just said, nah, fuck this. I'm arresting him. I'm getting it right now. So when the book opens up, he's talking to Nightwing and Batman, and I, all right, tell me who the fuck Batman is. Like, we can't tell you that. You can tell me who he is because if you don't tell me right now that it's destruction of justice, I'm going to throw your ass both in jail. They're like, well, you got to do that. I'm not going to throw you in. I'm not going to tell you. And then uh, uh, joke, Joker, now it's not Joker. You know, it's Jack Napier now. So he's normal. He's normal this time, right? He's like, you know, go ahead and don't worry about it. Don't worry about finding who Batman is. It doesn't matter who Batman is. Matter of fact, it'd be better if we catch him as Batman because if we catch him as Batman and we take off his mask in, in front of the, you know, entire world, then they will know that we caught Batman. It'll make it better as a, as a defeat. He's like, okay, we could do that. But the thing is, that Batmobile he's got, even with our souped-up cars we got, we're no match for the Batmobile. Nightwing's like, don't worry about that. I, I got a way to, to get him. I'm going to go get a car for you. He was like, okay. but if, And Gordon said, but if you get it, I'm going to be driving it. He's like, okay. So the car Nightwing steals to keep up with the Batmobile is another Batmobile. But this Batmobile is the Tim Burton 89 Batmobile cool yeah it looks exactly like that so he's driving around doo -doo 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 -doo. so they got all the the souped up gotham city police cars chasing the batman trying to get him like fuck that batman we're gonna get him but no no can catch him because like he's got the batmobile but gordon is behind the wheel of the tim burton 89 batmobile you know fire coming out of the exhaust pipe stuff like that catching after him stuff like that and they said we got a trap for batman this time what we're gonna do we're gonna activate a emp to shut down the batmobile uh, of course, every car in here is not going to be able to keep up with it. But since this is an old school car, we got the 1089 Batman is EMP proof. He'll be able to stand up to it. 
So what they do while Gordon's trying to catch up with them, they in a car chase, stuff like that, driving. Uh, they hit them. They hit Batman with this strobe light, this bright strobe light with nothing but bashings around there, and it blinds them temporarily. Blinds them for a second. Gordon is wearing a blindfold, so it doesn't affect him as much. Thing is, Batman is blind, so he's swerving off the road shit like that. And Gordon said, "We got him. He's as blind as a bat." Yeah, whatever. So he's swerving off the road and stuff like that. And Gordon just smashes and plows right in. He smashes his Batmobile in the Batman's Batmobile, and they both run off the road and shit like that. Both of them get out there all bleeding and injured stuff like that. And then Batman is trying to tell Gordon, you know, you know, he's still the Joker, right? No matter what he looks like, he's still the Joker. And Gordon is telling him, well, maybe he is, but he's not my problem right now. You are. So Batman gets away, even though he's still messed up. While he's down there, Jack Napier is sitting there waiting for him, you know, with no shirt on and just waiting for him. He was like, you know this, I, even though I want you to win, Batman, because we've always done this song and dance a long time, it's, it's time this fits the end. It's time for you to go down. And then Batman takes out a bat ring and it holds it in Jack Napier's throat. And, and Jack tells him, do you really want to end it this way? I mean, I have no weapons. It's just me. Do you really want me? You want to take me out this way? And he thinks about it, and so he drops the bat, batarang. He takes off the utility belt. He takes off the cape, and then smacks Jack Napier right in the face. He's like, "Yeah, that's more like it." Then, of course, you know it's a fight scene, a whole page fight scene, going back and forth, throwing knees, jets, handbutt stuff like that. Batman takes a good swing. Uh, Napier ducks, grabs the batarang, ties the batarang, uh, the utility belt around Batman's neck. And chokes him out, you know, suffocates him, makes him pass out and shit like that. But then Joe, uh, Jack, Jack Napier looks at him, he's like, oh, man, what, what did I do? I didn't, I didn't really want to catch him, you know. But he's passed out, standing over, and then police takes him in. But they don't take him into jail. They take him to Arkham Asylum. And so, uh, But they were going to unmask him, but Jack Napier tells everybody, no, don't unmask him. We're going to leave the mask on. We're going to get him help. So nobody's going to know his true identity. So they take him into Arkham Knight and just forget him out of why they're doing that. Turns out Harley Quinn from the last episode has kidnapped Mr. Freeze. Well, she has Mr. Freeze's ice ray, you know, from the Batman and Robin movie. I know you didn't see it, but anyway, he had an ice machine in that game that froze shit. So she froze the entire Gotham Harbor. Uh, Harbor is full of ice. And then she writes on one of the buildings, bring the Joker to me now. And they were like, oh shit. So we become the Joker. So, but Gordon is like, that's okay. Because because this crazy shit is going on right now, the president has uh, declared Gotham a state of emergency. So the military is coming right now to help us out. But the thing is, she wants Joker now. So we have to do something to stall while the military gets here. And and Jack Napier is hearing this, but at the same time, Jack Napier starts freaking out and shit like that. And then he starts shaking. And also he starts laughing. Like, really, really laughing. <laughs> and next thing you know, all the Gotham police start turning a gun on him. And he, when he turn, when he looks up, he's the Joker. He's turned back to the regular Joker, and he's like, "Well, let's give her what she wants," you know. And that's how the book ends, like that. So, so yeah. Is this is this the this this isn't the last one, is it? Uh, no, no. I, I think it's going to eleven. I think eleven or ten, something like that. No, there's plenty more story left. So okay yeah so like i said it's going to the story to me has cool down like i thought it was going to be more edgier than what it was but it's still some cool stuff going in there you know um i'm liking it i'm kind of seeing where it's going to go from here you know it does seem like joker is just gonna it seemed like even though it's elsewhere story it's pretty much going to end up being the same way it always is joker is going to be evil batman is going to be back good and nothing's going to be learned from this anyway so overall i give this issue give it a 3.5 out of 5 it's kind of cooling down, but I'm still into it. So, yeah. All right, cool, cool. All right. Well, I guess I can go with my Batman book I read. I read Batman number 42. 
Okay. Um, and you're gonna love you're gonna love this one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So remember last time, Poison Ivy has taken over the world. Um, she is now controlling everybody on Earth except for Batman and Catwoman, who okay. took some sort took some serum which blocks her her um, her hormones or whatever the fuck that makes her control everybody. It turns out she's controlling people. She controlled people through vegetation, through the plants, through by eating eating plants. You know, eating vegetables. So that's how. Uh, so if you ate a vegetable, well, then you, you can, she controls you. Goddamn so that's basically vegans. how she did it. Goddamn yeah. vegans. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, the book starts out with uh, Catwoman and Batman just sort of traveling around town, you know, doing day to day shit, still not knowing what to do. You know, remember last time Batman was like, "Well, you know, Catwoman was like, what are we gonna do about this?" And Batman's like, "I don't know." So that's what they're doing. They're just kind of, you know, going around town. They go get grab a burger, but you know who's following them? Superman. Oh, who was controlled? Okay. So who's who's controlled by uh, Poison Ivy? Not this she's shit under, again. Oh. Yep, she yeah, she's under the whole Justice League is under Poison Ivy's spell, and so you know Superman just sort of floating, floating around, watching them do whatever they do. You know, every every move they do, every everywhere they go, Superman just sort of follows and watches over them. Well, there's a point in the book where uh, they get captured. And, um, you know, they're like hanging, they, they hang up Batman and Catwoman off this skyscraper and through Superman, you know, because, you know, they talk, basically whoever you talk to, you're talking to Poison Ivy because she's controlling everybody. So you can talk. So she's talking, Batman is talking to Poison Ivy through Superman. And I guess there was some kid who was allergic to vegetables and he start and Batman's like starts fucking with her. Yeah, you let that kid die because he's you know basically what Poison Ivy was thinking she's doing is she's saving the Earth. She's saving everybody from pollution, from you know environmental disaster. She's preserving the Earth and getting everybody to not be assholes and being under their control. You know she's got control of everybody. No, there's no more war, no more violence. Everything is peaceful now. You know so that's what she thinks she's done. But Batman starts fucking with her. Say, well, you know this, you let this kid die. You know, that kid was allergic to vegetables and, you know, he died and she's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. And she pisses, he pisses her off so much that fucking through Superman, she punches fucking Batman really hard. (laughs) And he, he dies. Wait, what? Yeah. Batman, Superman kills Batman. It's it's poison. It's poison ivy. Right, killing Batman through Superman. Through Superman, right. I need this yeah, scan. So she, yeah, so she punch, he gets punched so hard that he's fucking dead. <laughs> cool. his, okay. his fucking mask, yeah, his mask is all broken up. His, uh, his face, there's like a whole full page of Batman just like hanging there with his face all fucked up bloody and half his mask is gone and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, you know, uh, Poison Ivy saves him. She you know, brings him back to life. She knows all these magical plant shit. And um, he wakes up in the hospital and um, he's like, yeah, I, I know what you're doing. Uh, you, you know, if you need speed, you need you use the flash. If you need strength, you use Superman. And if you need someone with, uh, you know, neurological science, someone who, who good with, uh, uh, in, you know, brain surgery, you get someone, you get a doctor. And then he goes, and that's exactly what I expected you to do. Put in, and then it reveals he's talking to Harley Quinn. 
Oh, okay. So, so, and that's how it ends. So basically he's planning something and you know, Harley Quinn is Poison well, Ivy's well, friend. Right. But Harley <laughs> Quinn is a good guy now. No, he's, he's done something. She's it's, it's Poison Ivy is controlling Harley Quinn, but he's planning something. You know, he's fitting to do something. He right. expected Prep time. And, you know, yeah. 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 He's expect, he expected, Poison Ivy to kill him, I guess, because it's bad. <laughs> that was all part of the plan. Him, and, right. then, and then save him. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but he was just like, yeah. I expected. I expect that's exactly what I expected. Pudding. And Uh-oh. then he's like sitting in bed, and, and there's hardly, you know, being his doctor, and so he's probably gonna fuck with Poison Ivy through Harley somehow. Okay, good. All I need to know is Superman beat Batman's ass. Good. I need to find <laughs> yep. that scan and post that shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, kill the man. Full page, full page uh, shot of Batman, of dead Batman. <laughs> good. That's how the fuck it needs to be. So. <laughs> oh, uh, rating, rating. I give it a four out of five. This was a lot of fun. <laughs> okay, okay. Still another, another Tom King book, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. been hearing a lot of good stuff about Tom Christie. I hadn't gotten into it yet, but I'm hearing good stuff about his run. So, uh, what's my next book? Uh, okay, Infinity Countdown number one. Okay. Okay. I'm impressed because this is a crossover that nobody gives a shit about. I've heard absolutely nobody talk about this crossover at all, but it's a, a real crossover, crossing over to the movies because, like I said, there's no more Infinity Gems and Infinity Stones, and they're supposed to match like the movie version of stuff like that. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Anyway, how the book starts off is that the the Zandarians go to the Power Stone. If you know who Zandarians is, for the initiated, that it's the Nova Corps. You know, they're protecting the uh, the Power Stone, which the Power Stone is actually a entire planet. You know, and they find out the person that's protecting the power stone is Drax the Destroyer. You know, uh, apparently these, I don't know if you know, from the 90s, there was this dude named Darkhawk. His book didn't sell. It was canceled. They rebooted him and turns out that he's a part of these space pirates called the Raptors or some shit like this. So anyway, a whole bunch of Darkhawks come and attack the whole fucking planet. Uh, Drax the Destroyer sees them, just starts beating the fuck out of them, killing all of them. He don't give a shit because he's Drax the Destroyer, just killing a bunch of them. Uh, he's talking to the Nova Corps. He's like, Nova Corps, we need to contact the rest of Nova Corps. We need to contact the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, we can't because the Darkhawks are jamming our signal. Well, we need to find a way to uh, unjam the signal. We see that spaceship up there where the dark socks are. We need to go up there and find them. And so dark, uh, not dark, Drag starts killing a bunch of these raptors, snatching their wings off of them. And he's trying to flap his wings like, how do I get up there? What do I need to do? You're like, what, Drax, you dumbass. You can't fly up there because you need us to fly. Oh, cool. So he grabs one by the throat and makes him fly them up there. You know, while he's flying up there, they're like, what the fuck is that? They're flying Drax. So Drax takes the dark hole when he flies him up there uh, and then throws him through the window. And he goes through the window also. And he already tells me how to activate this shit. And they don't tell him. So he gets so mad. He grabs the whole uh, thing and throws it at a guy. And but it turns out one of the Xandarians, like light years away from like that, is still connected with Drax. And he gets like pissed off. And he was like, cool, okay, you found me. Tell the Guardians of the Galaxy, bring their ass here right now to protect the Power Stone. They're like, cool. Now we go to the Guardians of the Galaxy, and they're on another mission fighting this this elder of the universe called the Gardener. He's another one of those, you know, all-powerful beings like the Collector and shit like that. So he's a Gardener. And apparently he took a piece of Groot and turned Groot into, like, the not, not Groot himself. He took a piece of him and turned him into, like, this evil plant-eating monster that's going to destroy the entire planet. So the Guardians of the Galaxy fight him and stuff like that. And uh, 
Rack, Rocket is super pissed off. Rocket is fighting them one by one. Nobody can do anything with them. And who is it? Star Lord. Star Lord's okay. We got a plan to get close to him. So Star Lord is flying out, jumps out of the, the, the Milano. Yeah, the Milano. He jumps out of Milano. He throw he in, in his hand he has Groot so he throws Groot Groot goes I am Groot and then Groot throws Ant Man out of his hand he's like I am Ant Man you know and then he like when he he grows big and then punches the guard in the face and then while they still fighting him Groot is like fucking pissed off like I am Groot I am Groot this is little baby Groot now so baby Groot jumps in and the gardener also starts attacking the gardener and then the group starts doing something where he starts like to engulf the garden in like his limbs or some shit like it started covering him all and the girl like what are you doing what are you doing and then when it's all said and done the gardener is healed you're like oh cool group i'm sorry what i did to you i see what's wrong with you group let me fix you real quick so he puts his hands on baby group and he like i angry and group and then when he's done baby group grows to full grown group but not only does baby group grows to full grown group he now talks in complete sentences now he like friend guardian friends i am back i am groot i am here to help you drax is in trouble we need to go save him and the guardians are like wait what the fuck like he's talking talking so they all go load up in the ship and they go to the power stone and they're gone now the other power stone the other stone we're looking for now we're back in madripoor now if you're familiar with comics and x-men you know what madripoor is so apparently there's this this girl that gets off this boat and she looks at the window and she sees this x tap to the window she's like oh man they found one of my safe houses there's only two people to know about this safe house it's captain america and wolverine so the the girl takes off the poncho and it is black widow apparently she is not dead from secret empire or whatever like that she's back running around and shit like that so then black widow jumps through the window got two guns you know her her wrist guns and shit like that looking at who's in there and she just sees a note on the toilet and she and the note just says take care of this for me so she opens up the top part of the toilet and she sees the mind stone and it was lifted by wolverine for her to get it where wolverine is who the fuck knows so Black Widow has the Mind Stone and she's back alive for some reason. And she didn't even know Wolverine was alive. That's why she thought it had to be somebody else other than Wolverine because she knows lit. So Wolver uh, Black Widow has the Mind Stone. The Guardians has the Power Stone. And I guess they'll talk about the other stones later on. So yeah, overall, I give this book a 3.5 because I thought it was going to be some It was some shit I should have read in Guardians, but I ain't got time for all this shit. I don't read a Guardians of Galaxy comic book. Uh, but for what I read, it was, it was cool. It was whatever. I see why nobody gives a fuck about this. This crossover. <laughs> All right, rating. Uh, three point five to five. It was it was entertaining. You know, I really don't care about group. Can now talk? What? Whatever. Ah, right. yeah. cool. You got? You want any more? Because uh, I got indie books. Yeah, go for it. Uh, you want? You don't? How many more you got? Maybe do another one. I got one more. Okay, okay, all right. I'll do one more. Okay. Um, I got Oblivion Song, Robert Kirkman, his uh, brand new series, uh, uh, right? You know, creator of The Walking Dead, Invincible, amongst others, Outcast, Battle Pope, I believe. This is his new book, his new series. Um, now, this is, uh, at first, you know, it was a, it was a little, you know, I, I try to get on board with the world for about the first half of the issue was a little, uh, you know, uh, a little bit uh, just just jarring. Try not confusing, but just getting used to this world. Um, basically, there's there was some event 
called the transference or something or the transcendence that basically were another dimension, some sort of alien dimension swallowed up a bunch of people on Earth and brought them over to this alien world, this alien dimension. And there's this group of uh, this like some sort of government facility that has been going over to that dimension to rescue people and bring them back. Um, and it centers around this this main character. I forget the guy's name already, but um, but he's he's basically trying to get more funding from the government to you know to continue this uh, this 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 cause of going over and saving these people. Um, and it turns out uh, that he's actually after his brother. His brother is over there, and he keeps searching for his brother. So that's why. You know, they keep saying, oh, the only reason why you keep doing this is because your brother's over there and blah, blah, blah. He's probably dead. And so that's the, the main driving point um, of this of his character. He goes over um, at one point to, to rescue some more people. And um, when he when he when he does, uh, it turns out in that other dimension there, the survivors are watching him and they're like, oh, there he is again. That dude, what is he doing when he grabs people? They think. He's like killing them because he grabs them and then he, you know, he's got this like device that makes them transfer to the other universe and they just disappear. So he thinks that this guy is going around and kidnapping people and um, and killing them. So they're like, oh, there he is again. What do you think? And um, it turns out that the last page, uh, it's uh, I think we got to set a trap. And it turns out it's that dude's brother. So his dude's brother's still alive, but he's like leading some sort of resistance in that other dimension. So, and I think that's what the main thing about Robert Kirkman does, why The Walking Dead has worked for so long, is he really gets into characters and their relationships. And once that, once the family drama started taking hold, I was like really into the book. Because at first I was like, okay, some weird you know, alien dimension and monsters and shit and blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay, comic book, comic book shit. And then you started getting into the drama and I'm like, oh, whoa, oh, no shit. So I'm, I'm all for number two. I'm on, I'm on board already, you know? So four out of five. <laughs> cool. Okay. Now, now who, who is this book? I mean, like who is the company behind this book? Oh, image. Cool. Okay. Image always cranking out some good stuff. So uh cool all right uh my last book my last book i got okay you already know what my last was going to be it's going to be avengers i think 683 you know part of the no surrender storyline and basically what this book how it starts how does this book starts off oh yeah okay like i said last time the last pyramid to end the game is in the hospital where jarvis is located so uh beast and wasp not Jan van dyne wasp the the you know hank pym's daughter wasp they're looking at it like, oh, shit, that's not good if they're here because that means everybody's going to get here right now. And we already know the intel. So if anybody touches the pyramid, they will die. So uh, Beast trying to figure, OK, what do I need to do? Uh, but we need to save Jarvis also because Jarvis is getting sick and he's he's flatlining right now. So we need to save him. So uh, Watts is like, yeah, Beast, you need to go in there and shrink down and find out what's going on with with uh, Jarvis. And I'm going to give you this thing to inject him with when you get down and he's like what do you mean me i mean i need to go out there and, and save this thing like no you don't so she shrinks him and she shrinks the gun also and like throws him in jarvis mouth you know she like because the, the avengers need you 
they don't need me they already got another grown wasp off, so they don't need two wasps so goodbye being uh beast and then she flies off and tries to touch the pyramid for some reason she can't touch the pyramid the pyramid pushes her back she's like okay that's fucking weird you know but she can't touch it anyway beast is in uh inside jarvis mouth swimming in his nose some shit like that goes to his brain because there's the electricity floating around his brain he has to dodge his brain and shit like that you know so he won't get electrocuted and then he goes into beast uh jarvis's memory center and you can see clips of like all the avengers adventures and shit like that and beast is looking like damn so jarvis has been with us like forever he's you know he knows everything about the avengers good times bad times whatever and then he finally gets to the center of the memory core he sees the monster that's attacking it's really a virus but in in beast's eyes since he's you know minuscule and, and tiny it looks like a, a huge monster so he tries to fight the monster he has no chance to fight the monster the monster grabs beast and is about to eat him before he can eat him wasp flies in there like you know little wasp flies in there and attacks the monster also she was like well b since i can't uh stop the pyramid anyway i might as well come in here and save you and save jarvis so they kill the monster when they kill the monster jarvis heals automatically they fly out of jarvis ear they grow and jarvis wakes up and then while they wake up they see voyager and voyager like there's a bunch of other monsters in there attacking the hospital also voyager takes them all out right there you're like, well, thank goodness the voyage is here. And Jarvis wakes up. He's like, that's what I've been trying to tell you. There is no Voyager. Who the fuck is this chick? You're like, wait, what? Like, but how do what, they remember her? They were like, oh, but he remembers going through Jarvis's memory banks. He doesn't remember anything about Voyagers. He was like, oh, shit. So somebody's fucking with us. And then she's just laughing at him the whole time. But she doesn't say anything. And she grabs the pyramid and disappears. They're like, okay so she's not the voyager who is she and that's how the book ends so yeah oh, okay yeah so pretty cool story i give it a a, a four out of five i'm glad i'm doing this bullshit like they're just gonna keep pretending like the voyager is somebody we don't so now we know that the voyages is not some huge retcon she's some bullshit they just pulled out her ass and i'm glad they're acknowledging that so it's cool and i like i, I like they did the fake out with uh with little wasp because I have a feeling now Marvel is trying to get their shit back on track, but not really. So they're going to bring all their old guys back and get rid of all the new guys. Because Wasp was a part of that initiative also. You know, bringing some new folks. But since they got two Wasps, I guess they don't need one. But they kind of pretend like you want to kill her, but they didn't kill her. So, yeah, cool. Uh, four to five. That's what I give it. So. Yeah, so they're gearing up for their their reboot event again. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about Yeah, the Marvel is going to reboot the entire line. They're going to have one Avenger book because right now they got like 50 million Avenger book right now. They're going to have one Avengers book. Uh, it's going to be one team. It's like Cap, Iron Man, Thor, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Hulk, some of the other sh- I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, I briefly looked at it, but that's what they're gearing up for. And I, I don't know what's worse. Is it worse that DC reboots the entire fucking universe every five years or Marvel reboots their comic line every five years? Both of them are pretty irritating. Or six months. <laughs> or whenever they Marvel do this shit, did- yeah. Yeah, it was like Marvel, like like Legacy. Wasn't Legacy supposed to be another reboot? Yeah, and they didn't even reboot shit. It was just I don't know what the fuck it was. I don't know what the fuck Legacy was. But like nothing in Legacy even paid off. Yeah, Legacy, and then before that, it was like the all new, all different shit from the Secret Wars event. Well, and that's the, that's the thing. Secret Wars was supposed to be a reboot. It was supposed to be the Crisis, but Marvel tried to downplay. That's why they're saying these Infinity Stones popping up now because the universe was rebooted with Secret Wars. 
but they kind of they but they don't like to admit that the universe was crisis or flashpointed or whatever you want to call it you know because yeah, other than yeah, that it was yeah. very few things that would change other than what they won't change you know? i don't know yeah and now they they so yeah now hulk and wolverine are back to life are alive again so right for no explanation whatsoever they just they're just back so yeah well there you go i don't know but yeah, I'll, I'll let you do your book. I got nothing left. Ah, I'm I'm done, man. I'm, what? That, that was, was it? it? I thought you had another one. That's it. No, I got two. I only had two. Oh I shit. Oh. Oh okay. I was ready for another book. Okay. Well, I I got nothing. So yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's nothing. With that. Oh, so yeah. Like I said, if you've been with us this long, definitely like, share, and subscribe. Uh, definitely listen to Eli's sister podcast. Um. Geek Sab, I don't know what they got cooking up on the podcast this week, but I'm pretty sure you tune in, you find out. Listen to our other 50 million podcasts we have. I can't name them all because every time I turn around, there's another one that's popping up. So just check them out. They're on Outright Geekery. Uh, anything left you got to say, Eli? I think we got it. I think we got everything we need. So until next time, this is Leroy. This is Eli. And follow us next time. Same bully time, same bully channel.
It's right. 